Blog Talk Radio. Thank you, Sister Matilda. 
Good to be with you. I'm glad to. I'm glad that you're here. So every now and then, listeners, if you sound, if you feel that I sound relaxed, I am speaking to my cousin, but I also respect him as pastor, so I will try to be consistent with that. For those who have called in, I will um, get a chance to open up your mics about 30 minutes into our conversation. If you have a question, please remember to press one. So, Brian, here we are. Yes. Uh, we're in July. 2020. I'll take you back to 2019, December. We were very excited, right? Not not just yes. you, but the world. We were extremely yes. excited. 2020. This is going to be the year. We fasted, we prayed, we were excited. You know, when we think about the 2020 vision. So we enter 2020. Uh-huh. Within the second day, we hear there's a fire in Australia. Pandemic. This is January 2. Oh, yes. <laughs> January 3, we hear that America is going to war as a possible World War Three. you know? And from there, it has just been one thing after the other after the other. So before we could even get our minds wrapped around, we're hearing rumors about coronavirus in, in China, then it's in European countries, and maybe it's in America, but we're not sure. Now it's in America, and then, boom, it's everywhere. What's your reflection, Pastor yes. um, Look at me, Pastor Pastor Brian. What's your reflection yes. of the first six months? Let me let me start by saying, so every every time a year is coming to an end, we, um, people or oh, we all seem to have hope for the for the next year. Uh, we always seem to have hope for what is coming the, the next year. And this was just not a new year. It was actually a new decade that we were entering into. Mm-hmm. So every, yes. everyone had hopes for, 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 for a better future. Everyone, everyone anticipates a, a better future. But uh, unfortunately, 2020, the first part of it has not proved to be, to be so great for, for, for a lot of mm-hmm. people. Uh, the coronavirus has really ravaged the world. I wouldn't just say America, it has ravaged the world. Um, let me say there's no, uh, you know, in, in, in the Bible days in Egypt, there was Goshen, uh, where the Egyptians mm-hmm. lived, and no plague touched them. But uh, in this time, there's no corner of the, of the globe that uh, the pandemic has not touched. Everyone is affected. Everyone is, 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 is affected. Now, this could be God setting up the world. Uh, I, I was saying, say, God has, has reset the world. He, he turned the world off. Mm-hmm. He, he, he turned the world off so that we can all reflect. You see, we tend right, to right. think or feel like we are in control of everything. We are actually right. not in control of anything. God is the one who is in control mm-hmm. of anything. So he permits this pandemic, uh, this coronavirus, to come on, on humanity. And... Uh, I think it is, it, is, it is God using this to turn people's hearts to him. Absolutely. And I like how you have stated uh, the world has been reset. God has used what has been happening to reset. Um, even before I talk about us as humans, I will look at um, what was said in the news about the environment. When the world had shut down, no one was moving, we're not allowed to go anywhere, not, every, everything was on standstill. The, I believe it was NASA reported that um, the air seemed cleaner. 
in in uh, yes. Italy, the show that the that um where the gondolas were what what do you call that place? <laughs> the waters then in, in in Italy cleared. They were so blue. Even the fish started swimming above. You know, it's as if the world also, nature was also saying, we also need a reset button. We are, we, we need to um, breathe. So, and then just coming back to ourselves, you are absolutely right. There was a reset button. The things that we love, like basketball, football, and all those things, they were all put to a halt. So now, um, with that, and just using, starting with the, the coronavirus and so on, there were times when we'd hear about the church. Some churches were opened, some were closed, some were not sure. We are not sure what's going to happen. Uh, there were a lot of mixed reviews, just generally speaking. I, I know there were some yes. churches that struggled with opening and others, um, they, they were being, I mean, staying closed and others were condemned. Do you have any thoughts about that? Some of, um, what, what's your own reaction towards that. Well, in every in every church setting, in every congregation, there's different faith levels. Okay. Right. Um. So, some some churches decided to close. Some churches decided to stay, to stay open. Some churches decided to to defy the government. Uh. Yes, there were various uh, reactions uh, to, to 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 the to the dealing of of, of the pandemic and. Uh, mm-hmm. I would I would say it also also like let's say for example here in the U.S. where we live it also depended on on on, uh, on the affiliation to which po- to which political party they are they are affiliated. Uh, mm, mostly the Republicans okay. most, mo- mostly the Republicans refused, and most of the, demo- the, the Democrats heeded. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was okay. Let me, let me put this way: in in our church, when the government said uh, we can shut down, we did shut down. Because we also mm-hmm. we also understand that as as Christians we are supposed to obey the government, so we did shut right. down. Right now our church is open, but we are trying we are trying our best to follow social distancing. Uh, there's hand sanitizers almost everywhere in the in the in the sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Um, we, 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 there's no more handshaking uh, at the moment. No more hugging mm-hmm. at the moment. I know that that yeah. is kind of hard, but it's something that we 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 we, we have to do. Now I know there were churches that defied, and there was a, I know there's a pastor in Virginia who actually defied social distancing, and he died from coronavirus. Oh no! He died from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he was he was I wouldn't say mocking, but he, he defied it. He said it wouldn't touch him, and he did touch him, and he did kill him. And the uh, um, other mem- other members of his congregation were also sickened by it. I don't know how many died from mm-hmm. it, but they were sickened by it. So this thing is not choosing. It's not choosing Christians and non-Christians, not choosing those with great faith and those with little faith. This thing is affecting almost yes. everybody that comes in contact with it. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Yes, there were some churches that were, were defiant. I believe there was a, a, a pastor. I'm not sure if it's true or not. You know, social media, you can't believe everything that circulates. But uh, among social, yes. uh, secular, um, social media seculars, there was um, an incident where we had a pastor, I think he was a Nigerian pastor, he traveled to, to China to go and pray against this, and when he came back, he came back sick. I'm not sure if it's the same person. Apparently, there was a, a Nigerian pastor that died from the disease. So during that yeah. time, too, um, the world was kind of like um, all eyes on the, on the church. You know, there were some who were saying, okay, where are these pastors who pray for healing? 
Why are they not praying? Why are they not um, healing for for this corona? And then also where, like you are committed to your church. I go to my church. My church, I'm sure, I'm not sure about the church, but my church, let us know if you want to tithe, you can tithe this way. But in other areas, it backfired. They said, oh, the church is just wants money. So I've, I've touched just on money. Yes, there's a, where are these pastors who, who pray for healing? Why are they not praying for healing now? And then there's also, <laughs> the church just wants money. <laughs> Your reaction, sir? Well, there's, there's a difference between faith and assumption. I think it would be just an assumption to say I can walk into, into, into an infected place and come out and escape because I'm a, I'm a mm-hmm. Christian. Uh, I, I believe sometimes you have to be sent by God to do certain things, and you have to know that you've heard from God to do, to do certain things. You, just not, you cannot just assume that you can just go into a, a hot zone, so to say, a red zone, they call it, so to say, and think that you'll be protected just because you're a, because you're a Christian. Even within faith is wisdom. Jesus walked on water. Uh, you can avoid the faith to walk on water, but I don't think you walk on water just because you, have, you believe that you're going to walk on water. So this is not the mm-hmm. thing where you just, uh, just assume it's going to work and you think it's going to work. Yes, we can pray. So like we say, if you, are, if, 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 you have the, if you have the COVID-19 and you need prayer, uh, call us, we'll pray for you on the phone. You right, see what I'm saying? Right, uh, right. That's wisdom. We, we pray for people over, over, over electronic devices, over, over, over the phone. And they, they do get healed uh, in various sicknesses. So far, let me, let me say this. I've, I've not met, let me, let me say this. I, I only know one person. I only know one person who's had COVID-19 since this thing started. One person that I know personally. Uh-huh. Other than from what I see on, on television and uh, social media, I've only, I only know one person personally who had, who had COVID-19. And uh, this, this is when it just started. And by the time we knew it was COVID-19, the guy was already healed and he had already gone back to work. So in our, Christian circle, in our Christian circle, I've not known anybody who's had COVID-19. So I'm, not, I'm, I'm saying I haven't had or we haven't had the opportunity to pray for anyone who's had COVID-19. Now, I know people will say, why, why don't you go to the hospitals and whatever? This is, it's the same thing I'm saying. You, you cannot just go into a hospital where there's a COVID patient and think you're, you're going to come out all right. But if that person would right. call us on the phone, we would pray for them. That's not fear. It's also wisdom. Absolutely. Absolutely. What was the second part mm-hmm. of your question? The second part was on the, the the church seems to have been condemned on why is the church more interested in the tithing than um, uh, what's going on in the world. You know, when when churches began to shut down, there were churches throughout the world that uh-huh. encouraged their members to say, to continue tithing and offering, you can tithe and offer through this way. But they, they seem to have been condemned to say churches are just interested in money. Yes, I know. I know. Um, there's there's <laughs> things to it, guys. <laughs> okay. Personally, even as, as, as our church was closed, we were sending in our tithing and our offering. Why? Because we were working. We were, we were not laid off. Uh, we, were, we were still working. And, uh, yes, the church still needs to pay electricity and still needs to do all, all these other things. So, personally, we, we, we were doing But we did not – there was no uh, uh, blanket statement for everybody 
for those that were mm-hmm. able to 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 start bringing in the to start bringing their money. Let me also say that every believer, every believer has an obligation, has an obligation to bring the tithe and offering to the to to the church. They don't you don't really have to be pushed to give to the to the church. Right. Uh, um, it's, it's when you love, you will give. We we, we uh-huh. give tithe not because we are giving it to the church per se. We are giving it to God, but we give it through the church. So if you right, if, if you right. love God and you want to see the works of God move, you take your money to 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 the church. So uh-huh. yeah, uh, like I said in the beginning, um, all churches have different faith levels, and not everybody yeah. who's in the church has come in with a, with the right motive. For some, mm-hmm. for some, the Bible says, even, even, even Paul says, for some, they are there for, for benefit. Yeah, absolutely. There are some people who are like that. They will come to church and want to find the fault. So um, with with all that what that has been happening, so much has been happening. I mean, COVID took the center stage. Um <laughs> in Zambia we were we were we were afraid of um weird stories that were going on through through the social media. We'd hear of uh gassings and we don't know what that was about. People got nervous, started uh attacking people, mob psychology and all that. Um I know I would this is my personal opinion. Sometimes, I mean, Zambia is a Christian nation, as it has been stated, but my personal opinion would be there are times when we over-spiritualize certain things and under-spiritualize some things. When, um, before Zambia was affected by COVID and so on, I'm not sure if you had heard some of these uh, speculations that were happening in Zambia. Did you feel or sense a presence that the church was doing something about um, these uh, things that had people scared, uh, the ritual killings, the gassings, and so on? Yes, I mean, uh, with the contacts I have in Zambia of of Christians, my uh, brothers and sisters in the Lord in Zambia, um, they were telling me, they they were praying, they would ask for prayers to continue praying for the nation, that this thing comes to an end. And uh, I probably would say I think uh, the prayers did work because it, it has come to a, it has it has come to an end. Uh, as much mm-hmm. as participation, I really don't know how much um, how much participation was put in in those prayers. But whoever those people that I know prayed, they prayed, and it it is no longer happening. Right. Let me also just say that uh, uh, humans have uh, um, a mechanism for survival within. When there is fear, <laughs> when there is fear they will tend to respond in a way that is unbecoming. That's why there were all, the, all those killings. Um, I don't know if, if, if they caught the people who were doing it, if they came to the bottom of it, where it started from, I don't know. The devil is a terrorist. I don't, and he wants to terrorize people in any, in any which way, in any form that he, 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 he desires. So I believe mm-hmm. prayers work. Prayers yes. work. And then just moving back to the pandemic, did you see uh, an increase or a decrease uh, with people running towards the church for help? 
when the pandemic just started. Right now we have kind of normalized, but when it started in the middle and to where we are now, did we do you did you see a falling out, an increase of people running towards it, or a decrease of people leaving the church? You know, I think uh, and the I final result. Of- the church- Go ahead. As I say, I think the, the, the final result of, of that will be known when the pandemic is over. Because right now, people are giving an excuse of not coming to church because they're afraid of the pandemic. Now, I was also mm-hmm. saying uh, to my congregation to say, um, when the churches were closed, it was also a test for us as individual, as individual believers. Because some people, right. they glean uh, their, their faith from other people. They, 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 you put so much faith in our pastors and in our leaders. Now, God puts us in a, in a situation, in a place where you're all by yourself. So that's where, you, mm-hmm. uh, as, Paul, as Paul said in, in, in 2 Corinthians 13, says, test to see if you're within the faith. Test yourself to see if you're of the faith. So it is when you're by yourself, that's when you realize if, if at all you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ or you have a personal relationship with the church because there's a great difference. Now, also, mm-hmm. the, the church is not just the institutions and the buildings. The church is the, in, the, is the, is the individuals. I am the church. You are the church. So when we are right. not in the, in the congregation, in the gathering, how is my relationship towards Jesus Christ? That is a big question. That's where the great test mm-hmm. for, for, for true Christianity uh, comes. It is not where you have no one to call. It is just you and God. So uh, right mm-hmm. now, we can't know because not everybody is coming. You know, not everybody's coming because they are saying because of, 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 of the pandemic. So when the pandemic is over, that's when we'll know who has, who has stayed the course or who has decided to fall away. Mm. That is so true. Uh, a lot of we, we ended up being our own um, pastors in our own homes. Uh, you know, you, you pray, you, you, you talk to your family. And or you seek God in your family during the shutdown. Yeah, there, there. As you have said, um, maybe a noticeable mark might be seen once things go back to normal, if there'll ever be a normal. So uh, our callers, uh, those who'd like to ask a question, please press one if you have a question. Those who are listening online, uh, feel free to call in and ask your question, and we'll be able to to ask. Um, to answer you. The number to call for those listening online is uh, 319-527-6219. So, we're not going into politics, but touching politics. Um, whether in Zambia or here in the U.S., there's this thing about uh, people not happy with their leader. But then there's also that uh, thing that <laughs> we want uh, we should pray for for our leaders um what words of hope or advice do you have concerning that let's say whichever leader comes to your mind if it's in india if it's in another country i don't know but some people be like oh, we want this guy out we want change we want change and others are like no 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 give this guy a chance but what's your advice on on um the church, the world, and praying for the leaders? First of all, there will, there will never be a leader that will be loved by everyone. That's just a given. Mm-hmm. Um, Except every, for every leader, every, every leader will have opposition. But as Christians, we are obligated to pray for them. 
even when we don't like it. Jesus said we should pray for right. our enemies. This is not to say our leaders are our enemies. But what I'm saying is, if Jesus can ask us to pray for our enemies, when, when someone is your enemy, it's someone you don't like. But then you are, you are, you are, you are, we are obligated to pray for them because that's what Jesus commanded us to. So First Timothy 2, 1, 14 also says, pray for your king and all who are in authority. We are told to pray for our kings, but well, of course these days we don't have kings, but we have presidents. We have to pray for our presidents. Because whatever decisions they make, they affect us, whether we like them or we don't like them. We have to pray for them, that God will give them wisdom. I also believe that whether, whether it's a good president or a bad president, God has ordained it. Uh, God mm. has ordained for that, for that person to be in government at that, at, at, at that given time, uh, for such a time as this. So, yeah, some leaders are very hard to, to love. They're very hard to accept. They'll make decisions <laughs> we don't like, but... We just have to pray. And believe me, I'm, I'm also fighting with God on that one. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 have, I have to pray. I have to pray for the good of the nation. We have to pray. That's, that's so true. And I'm thinking about the phrase that you have just used there, ordained. And uh, some will just feel like if he's ordained by God, you know, and... Um, I think it's a very hard pill for people to swallow when they hear something like that. So, <laughs> very, very, very interesting. <laughs> well, every, every, every government has its, its own laws on how they, they elect leaders and how, and how long a leader will be, will be in government. So a, a leader should respect when the time comes to, to leave. Now, if, you, if you've noticed, when, when leaders change, you can feel the change in the atmosphere. Because every, every, every leader comes with his own spiritual, um, what word can I use, uh, spiritual influence, so to say. You can feel the, you can feel the change in the atmosphere. You can, you can feel, um, you can have great expectations, or you can have uh, mm-hmm. zero expectations of what's, of what's going to happen. Or you can even be filled right. with fear. Yeah, but the Bible mm-hmm. tells us to, to, to pray for leaders. Romans 13.1 tells us to pray for leaders. First Timothy 2.14 tells us to, to, to pray for leaders. Uh, and this is leaders in, in, in all aspects, leaders in the school, leaders in the church, leaders in our home. So that's why we, we need to pray for fathers. Right, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. We have to, especially leaders, in our home. Lead, 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 yeah, in our home. Leaders, in, leaders upon a job. We need to pray for our bosses. Because decisions they make, they affect everyone. That's all true. That is so true. But Roger, Nimimon, I see you have a question. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, good morning, uh, Pastor Brian. Uh, good morning, the, Yes, on the same subject, uh, I try to reconcile uh, all leadership is appointed by, by God. Yes. And then you go further, then the Bible tells us uh, when the evil ones, uh, rule the people ground. Uh-huh. Uh, when, when when we say all leaders are appointed by God, sometimes believers want to make us not to complain uh, because they are appointed by God. But again, uh, the Word of God also tells us uh, when bad leadership is in power, the people have the right to complain. Uh, yeah. People ground. It is biblical. It is in the Bible yes. that people crown. How do we reconcile um, uh, those two? 
Uh, Romans 13 says, let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God. And those that exist have been instituted by God. Those that exist have been instituted by God. If we go back to the Old Testament, we see that God had appointed so. And so wasn't a very good leader. And even God himself said, I, I repent that I made so king. I think it's also, it's also um, human nature to be displeased when things are not going well. I think we can complain, but still that does not change the fact that that person, even though he's not a very good leader, we shouldn't pray for him. Keleza wasn't a very, was, was a kind of a, a, a ruthless king, but God somewhere calls him my servant. Mm-hmm. He used Nebuchadnezzar as a hand of judgment against, against Israel. And God calls him uh, my servant. So, yeah, we can ground when, 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 when the leader is, is, is unbecoming. But just like Saul was appointed by, by God, we still have the obligation to pray for them. I hope that answers your question. Uh, no, not really. <laughs> it is your, 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 your answer, in my view, is heavily on the God appointing those people in authority. Uh-huh. He's um, not addressing uh, the people uh, grounding, like Ms. Lucas said. Uh, this is the, what is happening in the United States. Uh, what is happening in our country, in, in Zambia, the people are crying. Uh, I, 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 I would like to request that you put more meat. Uh, that is permitted in the word, in the word of God. I, I would like to hear more about that one. Yeah, I mean, yes, it, as I said, it, it is the nature of man to, to cry when things are not going well. And I'm not, it's, it's, it's not wrong to complain when things are, are, are not going very well in, in, in that aspect. But we cannot change anything by complaining. That's why there's, uh, the, 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 the electoral system. You, you, you go vote him in or you vote him out. It, 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 when the time for, for, for voting comes, that's when people should really participate and remove that, 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 that person that is in leadership that people are, are complaining about. Otherwise, in the, in, the, in, the five ter- in the five-year term or the four-year term that we have in the U.S., in, in, in the meantime, he's still ruling. We can complain, but there's really nothing that will change. Mm-hmm. But, 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 Roger, I feel like you almost want to ask, what, what are we praying? What should be the words we <laughs> to allow people here, we praying protect them. I I feel that exactly. Well, my brother, I pass up, and is like to contribute to Pastor Alan, welcome to the show. You have a question. I'm not sure if it's a question, comment, or maybe you want to help out, Pastor Brian. Welcome no. to the show. <laughs> yeah, welcome. Hello. Thank you. Good morning, Pastor Brian, and good morning, everybody. So number one, you yes. want to pray that your leaders will make wise decisions, decisions that are uh-huh. in the best interest of the people. 
decisions that will make the country and the citizens of that country prosper, decisions that will, will protect and defend people and the poor, all those things yes. are important. You know, um, we, we already know that people are at the center of I mean, God. God loves people so much, he even goes out of his way to instruct us to take care of the widows, the poor, and the orphans. So obviously, if you have good governance, all those people are taken care of. Now, it doesn't necessarily dictate how we pray for people. You distinguish between a bad and a good leader. So it goes without saying, like for instance, um, in 1991 in Zambia, one of the things that we're praying is that there is a smooth transition, uh, even after power, you know. Um, so that, that's one way that you pray for, the, for the, your leader. If you don't like him and you know that maybe this man may cause trouble, Lord, give him a heart to walk away after his time yes. is done mm-hmm. so that he doesn't go in the bush and we start fighting. That's one way. Lord, we pray for the people around him. Change the advisors around him. These people are not telling him the, good, the right thing. And then also praying for somebody does not mean that I'm going to vote for him. And that's a mistake that we make. When people sure. say, right. no, he's a leader... Pray for President Trump. They are not saying I should now go and vote for him. Or pray for President Lungu does not mean that I now agree with the philosophy of PF. You know, that's Mm. not it. So if fundamentally uh, I have differences with PF, and it's not a personal attack on President Lungu, I don't have something personal against him, I disagree with how he's ruling on principle. I can pray that he makes wise decisions. And then I can still come and get election time. I can still come and vote for the other people because I feel like maybe the PPA or whatever political party he has got a better philosophy or will get us to the promised land faster. So we've got to distinguish between praying for somebody and agreeing with their philosophy. You don't just pray for people that you agree with. That's why the Bible says pray for your enemies. You know. mm-hmm. Pastor Alan, so, I think it, what you have said is uh, what most of us You've, you've touched the second part of your your response has touched on what most people feel. If I don't like mm. this particular leader, as Brian said, it could be your boss, it could be the president, it could be Katwisha Waveni. What if Nasepa? Mm. I'm praying God uh, make them wise, put let them make wise decisions. But I don't like. I don't know what I don't like about that person. And he starts making good decisions, <laughs> wise decisions that are affecting me in a positive way. But because I have this initial thing to say, that's not a good leader, Mufunye Nipo, there might be that sense that on, that's on the back burner to say, no, if this person starts making good decisions, inshallah, ikala. Does that make sense? I mean, do you understand what I'm saying? I do, but you see, this is the thing. Um, in any in any demo, in any situation, if two people are offering the same kind of benefits, everything is the same. This president will do exactly the same thing as this, and they are all going to make us prosper, right? And you have two people who are going to do the exact same thing. Now you can vote on based on whether you like that one's blue shade or the other one's yellow dye. You know, you, 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 you get to flimsy things, assuming that if they are offering the best thing. You know, it's just like when you are chasing a girl. If they are offering you the same things, now you want, okay, that one is taller than the other one, so I'll take the tall one, not the short one. This is not really fundamentally in a wife, that doesn't really matter. So it would be the same right. in a president, you know. And, and all the, by the way, if I am a politician, at the end of the day, I want to get every Zambian to vote for me. So if I begin to yes. do things that Zambians want, 
and they ought in and vote for me, then, well, then I've done my job. I've done a great job. I've become a good leader. If I change and do things that 100% of the country can vote for me, that is the ultimate goal. Should be the ultimate goal mm-hmm. of every politician pleasing every single citizen. Yeah, you but see, uh, by nature, uh, this by whole sociology uh, with, uh, with leadership, um, to some of us, Vachadi, uh, uh, it has brought a lot of consternations, a lot of questions. Uh, how is it that God, uh, Africa from Senegal to Kenya, Kenya to South Africa, you only gave us bad leaders. <laughs> well, do we have the time to go into a theological discussion over that one? Because yeah. um, it's like when Israel had, uh, when Israel wanted kings, you know, in, in, uh, and I think you need to go deeper in the theology discussing the fact that God appoints leaders. When Israel demanded a king, they had a king and they began to regret thereafter, before they were not moved by kings. You know, so I, I think my, not to cut you short, my, this is my, 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 my conclusion, especially for, for Africa. This is where I think American understanding of the Bible is very different from the African way. The, the, the Americans, they do believe uh, God intervenes, but the, the mm-hmm. people preserve the power to control a lot of things. On the other hand, in Africa, it's the opposite. We say God everything. Look where we are. Is it that God has has made a a mistake? Pastor Brian, I challenged one of the pastors in, in the bus. According to scriptures, scriptures has told us, Replenish the earth, make it beautiful, make it nice. Look at Zambia. Cholera all the time. Where are the Christians? How is it that we are having <laughs> cholera in a Christian nation? Man, what is it called? Let me answer that one. You see, when it comes to you things know? like cholera. Don't just put it on, on the cholera. The oh, whole issue of we Africans not taking responsibility, especially the church, Vachari, especially the church, we've put God up a pedestal. He's going to take care of everything. All we need to do is go paper. Look no. where we are as a, as a, as a continent. Yeah. Maybe. At one point, if we said uh, Lungu has called the prayers for, for what are those prayers in, in October? No, we are not coming there. We are not coming to, to those prayers. You are just fooling people. We are fooling people. This, this time, if anyone wants to eat, we want to go and, 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 and clean. This is the way we are going to pray. We are going to clean UTH. This is the way yeah. we are going to be praying in this country. We are going to do this. We are going to do. But look at the Christian nation today. No symbolism of Christianity. Zero. Again, like I said, uh, from Senegal to Kenya, Kenya to South Africa, all we have are bad leaders. And we are told God appointed all of them. He allows them to be leaders, all of them. 
from Senegal to South Africa. All of them. Okay, but let's let's give the, 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 the Pastor Brian a chance to to answer, and I know that Alan is is also waiting to respond uh, to this, uh, to jump in. Pastor Brian, ask any question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand your your frustration. But see, some 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 things alone, prayer alone doesn't 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 change uh, certain things. Uh, for example, in our church, we have a saying. We say uh, prayer and care. Okay, there's prayer and care. So if you if you bring up stuff like cholera, you cannot pray you cannot pray for debt to go away. People have to work to clean it. It's the attitude of a person. Uh, you have to educate people to know where to throw uh, uh, garbage. You go to Soweto, Wasanga Soweto is full of nothing but flies because everybody throws anything and everything everywhere. No matter how much you pray, no matter how much you pray and fast, if, if that garbage is still there, it will bring cholera. So the government also has, a, has, has an obligation to educate people on how to get rid of, uh, how to dispose of, uh, of, 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 of garbage. Then also we, we can also go to say there's a, there's, a, there's a ballot system, especially in Zambia. So let's... Educate people to vote wisely. The problem with Africa is poverty. So when a politician comes during campaign, buys a lot of chibuku, a lot of people will vote for him. And you don't, they don't even see that politician again until the next, the next round of campaign. If people could vote on merit, then maybe. Uh, to say God has made a mistake, God never makes a mistake. No. No, it is we the people who have made a mistake. Who have made a mistake. Uh, we have allowed the Chinese to come. These, uh-huh. as we know them, they are ungodly. However, yes. they are the ones building our our country. They are the ones building our roads. And the scripture tells us very well: he who is a lazy, let them not eat. That's what uh-huh. the scripture tells us. How is it that we can't build our roads? How is it that it is an ungodly Chinese who are building our roads? So, in other words, Baroja, you are saying that we are not using our wisdom. You are saying that we, we pray to a God, we, we, we hold him in high supreme, but we are expecting God exactly. to come and sweep. That's what you are saying. We, yeah. we are exactly. saying, okay, let's pray. My house the the, the same clean, attitude we, we take to... The same attitude we are debating, where we say, "Oh, God created, uh, appointed this leader." The same attitude. So, but a question back to you. Uh, you are saying Africa, you own certain to tile West Africa down, Pantwa North Africa, the, the another continent. <laughs> but West Africa, West South East, once they coming below, uh, we are saying that we've been electing bad leaders. Because we are not using our minds or our wisdom effectively, so I'm asking a question back to you, Va 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 Roger. Are you trying to say, na tulufiyanya nile saulengele nangunifwe? What 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 are you trying to ask? I I say I I say I say nifwe. I say nifwe one hundred percent. We shouldn't allow a person like Lungu to even mention God. Uh, or today a man who does this, this, we shouldn't, especially the Pentecostals, you should not even allow that man to be touching the Bible. Look at Donald Trump. 
in time of 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 um, great despair, of, of what right. does he do? He picks up the Bible and he goes and stands at the church, and the believers are saying, "Yes, there is our man." I received. I've got the friend yeah. who sends me messages. Oh, yeah. Believe me, on, on that one, I refused too. Because, you see, um, I, I would prefer you open. Well, you, you may have refused, re- Pastor Brian. Re- you may have refused. But that is the same attitude. Same. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, so. see, Roger, Roger, my, my, here's my take on that. Um, the, the, the problem is not with the Word of God or with God himself. No, the problem is with the people. That, that's what I'm yes, saying. We that, believe in people. Yeah, I understand. I yes. understand. I understand. So, the, so I wanted just to underscore that part, you know, because uh, and so because the, because I know that the problem is not with the word of God. I do not throw away what God says. I will keep it and I will try to run with it and, and ensure. Now, here is where our problem is. We do not hold, uh, and that's where the responsibility falls on the church. In 19, after 1991, we had the Oasis Forum. And the Oasis Forum uh, and the other mother bodies were, I think, on the right path in terms of trying to hold our government accountable. Unfortunately, uh, they did not allow themselves to grow strong enough to where they can uh, influence. Like, for instance, the Catholic Church here uh, and in a, a lot of European countries are a very, very powerful force that they listen to. And then I know that, for instance, in the U.S., there's a, some evangelical wings have got a very, very influential and powerful uh, Christian base that influences what goes on at, at uh, the White House to an extent. Now, um, a lot of what we see going on is as a result of man's own heart. And the difference between our God and, for instance, the Muslim God, and as far as Christians are concerned, is that God has also given us free will. He says in the Bible, I give you life and death, and he says, choose life. Choose. So every day as Christians, even as a preacher, I am faced with a choice. I can decide yes. to do evil or to do right. So the, our Amen. problem that we're still working on is the hearts of men. And not that the whole, for instance, even praying uh, for Zambia as a nation. For I, for one, agree and support and will always pray uh, for Zambia and pray with Zambians, even if the devil comes and tells me to pray. I will pray as long as we are praying to Jesus Christ. Because if I'm praying to Jesus Christ, that is the power that will override that devil. Now, after I have prayed, I can still make decisions. That's why the deals that President Tung was making when they are bad for the country are conscious decisions. They are not decisions that someone will say, I don't know. I accidentally paid one bill for a tire truck, for a fire truck. No, that is a conscious decision that he is making. The, the job now the responsibility falls on the mother bodies to go and say, okay, Barun, we have prayed. Now can we see this, 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 this? How is this? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. furthermore, if you, you talk to him in private, if he doesn't hear you in private, now you've got an obligation to go public and be able to display this, Mr. President, is wrong based on this. This is what we advise you. You still continue doing this. If we begin to do that without the interest of uh, the brown envelopes, we will begin to see us go further. And then also, my, I would argue that Zambia has not totally lost it because there is a staying power, which is the, the church. I say if it wasn't for the church, we probably could be 100 times worse than we are. And, and that is uh, up for debate. I know I can't prove it, but in my, my own conviction, 
if it wasn't for a church that is active and praying in Zambia, can we imagine what it would be if there was zero even mention of God in the country? So to dismiss the mention of God and the functions of activities surrounding our Christian faith it would be uh, catastrophic in my view. And I believe the Christians yeah. are the staying force. We, we don't have it right. We haven't gotten it right, but I believe it's a staying force that has helped even preserve Zambia. Because there's no reason why Zambia should not be disintegrated into two what, right what, now. what would you say to me, uh, who has come to a conclusion, that uh, probably our poverty in Africa, uh, religion has something to do with it? Well, yeah, I, I, I would say, okay, let's go to, to it, 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 that would apply everywhere in the world. Because when you go to, uh, to India, there are people who live in worse conditions than some Africans. So there they don't have necessarily Christianity. Mm-hmm. Well, I said so, the religion. Um, I, I said the religion. I didn't say well, well, yes, a yes. Christian I, I or Islam or what. But I'm saying religion. And I, and I agree yes. with your statement. But what I want to qualify mm-hmm. is that we can't shoulder that on Christianity per se. I can say religion world over may have had, may have an inf- a reason, may be part of a, a reason because, especially when we claim to have all the answers, to have God's ear, to have them God to be able to speak to us, we, the people who are God's hands, feet, and mouthpiece on the earth, have not done our job. And on the other hand, if you look at the history of America, they credit uh, the development of what America has become to what? To their Christian faith. If you go to the UK, England, they credit yes. the Christian faith. So I know we, we they are, so there are positives on both. I mean, you can point to both sides of the coin. Okay, so gentlemen, um, this, the topic has become very, very um, exciting, and I'm looking at the time we have just ten minutes, but pretty much I know we only have five, seven minutes, or so five, seven minutes before we have to conclude and get on to the next program. Um, um, Pastor Brian, I'll let you um, respond, and then uh, we'll, we will go ahead and conclude the program because very soon it will be time for us to log to log off. So you had a number of responses. I know uh, Roger threw some things out there, but I'll let you respond and then just ask your final question um, concerning the, the next six months. Well, my, my, my response, I, I believe, is, is, is still the same. Um, like my other colleague has said, we still have to pray. Whether we agree or we do not agree, we still have to pray. And as men, we also have a responsibility. Um, we, have, we have a responsibility because we, we, we have to make choices. Can you imagine Adam? And Adam was by himself uh, in a very good environment, but he ended up making a wrong decision with his wife. Uh, mm-hmm. So we, 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 we should know... Um, that we are responsible for the decisions we make. We are responsible for the leaders we appoint. Uh, I don't think just praying will make Rungu get out of uh, office if it's, if it's Rungu that uh, somebody is disgruntled with or Trump or whoever the president might be or the president in Senegal. And until the responsibility... Not, not in Senegal, the entire Africa. <laughs> oh, yeah, or the entire Africa. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. the responsibility of the citizens go and make a, a, a different choice. But also, it's a, it's a, the, the, the atmosphere of Africa 
kind of always produces uh, terrible leaders. Maybe it's poverty. I don't know. Poverty-driven leadership. I, I, I don't know. That's why we also have to pray for God to give us wisdom and discernment on what is really going on spiritually. Right, right. So, um, pastors, Pastor Brian, Pastor, Pastor Allen, perhaps maybe a call that Roger may be asking or pleading is when, as we are preaching salvation to our church, to our congregation, also encourage the members to do uh, <laughs> as mundane things as in clean your home. It's not God who's going to clean your home. Plant this in your, you know, beautify your community. Uh, take care of the people around you and so on, even as we're praying for salvation, even as we are, we want our leaders, effective leaders. I think Roger wants, maybe this is what he's asking, that as we pastors, as you preach salvation, also talk to the church to get out of that um, mentality that God will do everything, including mundane things, as I, as I mentioned, cleaning the house. Now, we have a very yes. short time um, the first six months before we started the 2020, we thought it would be great. So far, it looks uh, grave. Uh, what hope do you can you give us, the listeners and the church at large, as in the church, the Christian body, on the next six months? Uh, we should able to move from grave to great? Are we able to what? I didn't hear that last part. Can we? Uh, it, we thought it would be great, but it seems grave. But are we able to move from grave to great for the next six months? Yes. Give us a oh, word yeah. oh, yes. to encourage. There is, there, is, mm-hmm. there, is always, there is always hope. The Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick, but desire fulfilled is a tree of life. Well, we should always anticipate a better future, of, 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 of a better future, a better, a better tomorrow. We should have faith that things are going to change for the better. There is still six months of, 20, of 2020. Yeah, just, just, just because yesterday was bad doesn't mean today is going to be bad as well. Yesterday has its, had its own problem. Today will have its own problem. But by faith, we can, we can, we can spring on to, to tomorrow. So, yes, I, I encourage everybody to, to, to hold on to hope. You know, we should, we, sh- we should believe that God is still in control. Despite everything being out of our control, God is still in control. God is still, God is still running, is still running uh, the earth. The Bible says in Romans 15:13. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. First Timothy 1, 1, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the commandments of God, and the Lord Jesus Christ, our hope. Our hope should be in, Lord, in, in, our, in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We should stick to him. We should believe that things are going to change for the better. We should stay the course. It is not time to backslide. It is not time to look left or to look right, but we should look on ahead and believing that everything should work. We should have faith. Faith faith is the substance of things hoped for. Where there is faith, there is hope. Where you lose hope, you lose faith. Faith and hope are like the same, the same uh, different sides of the same coin. We should, we should pray mm. for faith. The Bible says to each man is given a measure of faith. We should pray for faith. We should pray that faith increases and that we hope for, 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 for a better tomorrow. This COVID thing will pass very soon. And uh, next year will be will be a better year. In fact, even in this, this this second half will be a better a better second half. Yeah, like I said in the beginning, God has reset the world. He has reset the world. He has shown us where we are. He, he reset the world so we can look within. You were talking about the environment changing. 
it we, we can also call it like it was a Sabbath rest. It was a mm-hmm. Sabbath rest. But it I, should be a time when people it should be a time when people should be turning to God. But unfortunately, the hearts of man, the Bible says, the man's heart is wicked beyond measure. The heart of man is, is, is wicked. In the book of Revelation, it also tells us that even after all those calamities and, uh, and plagues and everything, the Bible said, and man refused to repent. Man refused mm-hmm. to repent. But man should look within the heart today and see that with this plague, it can catch you anywhere and anytime, and you can soon die. And if you die without Jesus Christ, you are lost forever. So the Bible also says, so, be sure you have the faith. Amen, amen. But Pastor, but Pastor Brian, thank you so much for, for being our our guest. Uh, Roger, I know uh, if you could just let our current listeners know what um, the topic is on the next program uh, before we uh, conclude and um, jump on to the next show. Uh, yes, uh, in, the, in the next uh, column, uh, is it forum open forum we um we are looking at uh, in general what is happening uh, in our in our country uh the same items we've been talking uh, about uh what can we do uh, we are not going to go bible uh, but we we have young ones who are demonstrating <laughs> in the in the bush and they are not uh, allowed um uh, could it be prayer, Pastor uh, Brian, which can help us, our, our leaders, to understand the crying of the people and they allow them? Uh, we, 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 are, we are not sure. And then Malawi uh, scored big. Uh, what can Zambia learn from uh, what happened uh, in, in, in Malawi? Okay. Very great. Prayer always Roger, our listeners will soon be dropping off and be sure to, to call in and participate in, in our Roger's program. Uh, Brian, very, very, very briefly, we have, you have one minute or less to, to answer this question. If not, we'll just be able to conclude. Do you think um, with, with, with all that has happened so far, and with what the Bible has promised, that there will be a time that is going to much, be much worse, worse than this. Do you think the church or the Christian body is ready for the things yet to come that is going to test our faith? We, 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 we have to be ready. We, we, we have to mm-hmm. be ready. Because we are, um, there's, there's, there's no, there's no way where it's written where, how do I put this? We don't know what tomorrow will bring. We don't know what next year will bring. We, nobody was anticipating or expecting the coronavirus. But we always have to be ready for anything. Yeah. All right. With that, thank you so much, Pastor Brian, for being, uh, for being our show. Our being our thank you for having show. me. Thank you for listening. Please uh, hang up and go back in at the top of the hour. Have a great day and enjoy the rest. Next six months and happy 4th of July.